Modernist Cat Wee Wee. You know that Eminem advert where they go, oh, Scott's home, Scott's home early. Yeah. You know that one where, like, husband comes home and his wife's in bed with an Eminem and then she apologises because she just, she just wanted to eat the Eminem the, and then out of the cup becomes another Eminem and goes, Shh, Scott's home early. You know that one, right? Yeah. So, like, guy comes home and his wife's in bed with an M&M. Yeah. Out, out, out of the cupboard, another M&M comes out and goes, Scott's home early. What what I was thinking is we do a show where we basically keep doing that 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 skit. The show is actually about minimalism and like Steve Reich. And it's about trying to if you kind of like have this if you kind of keep looping something. Will it eventually find you know that kind of Steve Steve Wright thing where he plays these things at different speeds? If you could kind of just have this sort of skit just constantly in perpetuity kind of going in loop. Going in loop. What can come out of it? What what can you do if you can just keep repeating something? Do you understand? Like, say, would we be dressed as M&Ms or would, 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 would we... Would, would it just be uh, just us in our normal clothes? If this was staged. I think we start off in our normal clothes. I think there's, there's two inspirations with this. Steve Reich and I, the repetition of something and then slightly tweaking it. And just seeing if they can kind of eventually the two the, the different things will eventually meet again. But it kind of comes something else. But then also the um, the lipo author uh, Raymond Quinnell's 99 Ways to Tell a Story exercises in style sort of like it's the same thing but there's different ways of, of going over that same thing but like taking something that's just throwaway piece of culture that people have probably seen either on TV phone advert or you know cinema advert 
to throw a bit of culture and then trying to elevate it and turn it to something else. Maybe if you, how could you, maybe you could have it like, what I would like to see is like, it kind of repeats for a long time. Then eventually it starts, it starts to have cracks within the skit. So then they, so some of the performers then start like doing their own versions of it. And it just kind of like atomizes and atomizes or it kind of collectivizes uh, and just becomes larger than some of its parts. <laughs> I like to do it where <clears throat> after about like half an hour, the husband comes home and goes, honey, I'm home. I don't know what he says anyway. That's not what he says, isn't it? Does he say that? I don't know. Let's have a Google. Honey, I'm home. Why that for me? Because, no, what does, does he not say it? Does he, he doesn't say it, does he? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't studied this ever. But should we play it? Yeah. Let's drink one thing. Scott, it's not what it looks like. You were gonna eat him without me, weren't you? Now the biting makes sense. Psst, Scott's home early. So his opening line. Scott, it's not what it looks like. You were gonna eat him without me, weren't you? You were gonna eat him without me, weren't you? Mm -hmm. So, I think... It'd be funny if he just walks in and goes, Honey, I'm home! To me, it feels like a horror film. Well, I mean, I think the line... that explains all the biting... that adds a whole another dimension, because... Clearly, that Eminem thinks he's he's got laid. He thinks he's gonna have sex with this woman. Now the biting makes sense. Which you know raises whole questions about you know. And for promorphizing sweets. Well, that's obviously one big question, but also it's sort of, he was clearly expecting one thing and that this, 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 this woman was going to eat like a supposed sexual partner, which is, which is, which is, you know, ethically questionable. He has sentience, this So well this is it. You could go you could break you could kind of completely break down all these components of a twenty second M and M advert. Like. 
into these different philosophical quandaries, moral dilemmas, ethical quandaries. Um, or just completely play around with the different components. <coughs> you could change the different M&Ms. The M&M who's in the cupboard could be the M&M could be Scott coming home early instead. Ones if the M&Ms are the ones in the human ones. Yeah, that could work. That would be funny. If the M&M came home, in the M&M was in the wife role, and it was Scott in bed with the M&M, would that be a problem? And what and the and the wife's in the, the wife's in the cupboard. It's a feminist. There's a, even a I think there's a feminist response to this advert. Feminist critique. Now the biting makes sense. Why does why is the woman not allowed to eat an M&M? Yeah. That's why that's why this this the advert feels to me like a horror horror film is the aggressiveness of the male yeah the male has the male standing up the dominance the the, the lady is in this stereotypical traditional role of being in bed you know uh, meant to be having an affair um, now the biting makes sense. Is it cuckolding? <laughs> I mean, if you're from like. Is that what it looks like? Medieval. So it's playing with all these tropes. Um, traditional tropes. Is that what it looks like? Conservative tropes. I think you could just completely. I think you could just completely blow away an Eminem advert in an hour comedy show. Mm. I don't really get what the, the twist is. Because it's like the, the bloke comes in. And first of all, you think, oh no, he's caught his wife in bed with a giant. Um, anthropomorphic M&M, yeah. But then he's like, he's not like why he was fed with the M&M. He's like, you were going to eat him without me. But also, you're thinking that they've had, if you're an adult, you're watching it like, Oh, are they having, is she having sex with an M&M? Yeah, but it would imply that, the, that Scott knew about the existence of this giant M&M 
beforehand because he wasn't like, why is there a giant M&M in my mouth? He was so like, gonna... and he was like, you were going to eat him. He's not going to like, who is he? It seems like they have like a prior. They've gendered the, the M&M. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. But it implies they had a previous relationship. It's not like, what the fuck, why is there a giant M&M in my bed with my wife? They were going to have a threesome. Yeah, maybe. But also, they're like, you're going to eat him. Which, again, implies that, you know, because it's clearly, it's never stated that this is, like, in their mind. And this is just representative of a bag of M&M's. You know, they clearly are. The way it is him is clearly there is a giant M&M there. Which is, it implies that he, he knows there's been some sort of prior relationship. Like they have been living together, they know they are. And whether or not it was like those weird, you know, things you find on the internet where they sort of arrange like cannibalism, you know, people was like, oh, do you want to be eaten? I, you know, that sort of whole sacrifice. Thing. Yeah. And then you've got the M and M in the closet. Like, where does he fit? In? What was his relationship? Why is the M&M Why is the M&M in the wall? Why is the M&M in the wardrobe? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. And also... Why is he in the wall? Why is he not just... sitting on the chair? Or like out outside, and if he was like keeping guard to see if Scott's home, why would he be in the wardrobe? That's not the best place to keep guard. Surely he would be at the window or. What's he doing? Was he like looking? Was it? It's like a Brian De Palma film. Was he in the wardrobe looking at his mate? What do you think he was... Was he, like, eating Tom? I mean, possibly. See, do you know what I mean? There's a lot in that advert. There is. I've never heard anyone talk about this M&M advert. It irritates me. It's like a kind of bit of there that's part of my life. I've always found it confusing. I don't find it funny. No. I find it. I find it terrifying. Is that what it looks like? And I think I don't think that's what the people behind Eminem were trying to make their audience think. It it doesn't make me want to go out and buy some Eminems. It just makes me think, what the hell is what's gone on there? But why do you find it terrifying? 
I find the man's the aggressive, but also like vague. Now the fighting makes sense. But what fucks me in about it is that she, what she says is, what, what does she say again? She says it is, it's not what it looks like. We're going to play it again. Yeah, play it again. Ah, oh, fuck. You've lost again. Fail. Oh, you got lost again. A double bed. I think it's a king size with a. Uh... Fail. Fail. Oh, you, I can't hear you. It's never clear what they're going to do because the mayor, Scott, comes in and he says, You were going to eat him, weren't you? But before, prior to that, the, the, the woman says, It's not what it looks like. And because Scott seems angry that she was going to eat him it implies that the the woman is like oh i wasn't going to eat, eat him which implies that she was gonna have sex with him just judging by the fact that you know she's dressed in uh sort of lingerie and they're in bed which would imply that Scott is angrier. Yeah. That he was, she was gonna eat him without him, not just eat him, not just kill and, you know, cannibalize, well, not cannibalize because they're not MMs, but sort of eat a, sent, a clearly sentient being. Um. And not just sentient, but you know, has to develop language skills. But she's like, oh no, I wasn't going to do that. 
I was gonna, you know, I was gonna fuck him. But, you know, Scott seems angrier with with the fact that he, he was, you know, this ritual sacrifice is gonna happen without him. Yeah. Which, which is weird. But then also, he says like that. That explains the biting. So he's he is a full he's a full M and yes. like there's no there's no visible chunks out here. No. So, so either it's like playful, you know. Yeah. So that would imply actually that. You know, maybe it's just like that sort of playful, sort of nibbling, you know, sort of, you know, love bite sort of thing. So that adds weight to the evidence that, because um, she didn't go the full hog and just bite a chunk out of him, that she she was just sort of, you know. It's just foreplay, yeah. And also, never is it actually said, you know, we're just sort of reading between the lines here, that Scott and the woman are, are married. Like, it's implied, but it's, you know, it could, if you dig deeper, it might, you know, that might not be the. What would we call this show? Scott. Is that what it looks like? Scott's home early. I think it's got to be Scott's home early. Also, the time of day looks very bright. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Scott Scott is. Do you think Scott's meant to be an office worker or shift worker? Um, well, his attire, shirt and tie, would imply that he is uh, he's an office worker and he's sort of working in the nine to five. Um, it's really bright. Well, you know, it could be that he's just come home early. Well, screw it, yeah, doesn't he? That's the whole point. We're like, no wonder we're taking so long to talk about it because. We forgot what the advert's even about. <laughs> well, that makes sense, doesn't it? No, I, we don't need to. We don't need to focus on that. Scott's home. Scott's home early. Scott is home early. That's why it's light because she thinks he's going to be in the office until, you know, six, seven o'clock. Easy. Yeah, so that's why she's like, I get a bit of afternoon action in. But then, as as we've established, Scott's, Scott's, Scott's home early. 
Um, to eat, to eat the M&Ms. Or... To, to eat and or fuck the M&Ms, yes. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously, had, he's obviously left work so early because he's probably like, oh, I'm not feeling so boss, whatever. I want to go really home and surprise him. my, surprise my wife. Or not. He's got a horn on to go and do something with the M&M. Mm. But that's why Scott is sinister. That's why Scott is the sin... That's why it's a horror. This is like an unintentional horror film. That's how I see it. Why is he sinister? He's got the horn for an M in it. Horn? Oh, he's left work early. It's a bit Fritzel, isn't it? It's Scott Fritzel. And the M and M. The M has had Stockholm syndrome, mm. and they've had, and the, and and the ladies in on it, and they've put one of the M Ms. They've hidden one of the other M Ms in the cupboard for a weird sex game, mm. and to, and they said like you could be the peeping tom. And then it's just perverse. It's a really perverted advert. It's a weird one. Do you, want a, uh, do you want to call it a night for tonight? Call it a night for tonight. Yeah. Cool. Speak to you, gang. M&M chat was quite fun, wasn't it? Modernist cat wee wee.